Hey guys, it's Melissa here. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so excited to have you guys here with me today because we have a very special guest with us. We have today with us Miss Lisa Tahir, who is a licensed therapist. She's a podcaster and she's the author of the book, The Chiron Effect, Healing Our Core Wounds Through Astrology, Empathy, and Self-Forgiveness. And this book was actually endorsed by the Dalai Lama and her podcast, is called All Things Therapy. And so she's gonna be talking to us today about what the Chiron Effect is and how she is using it to help people heal, I probably identify and heal their core wounding. And I cannot wait to get into that topic and learn more about it. So thank you all for being here with us today. And Lisa, I wanna thank you especially for being here with us today. Melissa, thank you so much for having me on Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness and being with you and your listening audience today. Thank you. Yes, we're so excited to have you here with us today. And before we jump in and find out what exactly the Chiron effect is, because I'm sure there are probably listeners at home who, like myself, didn't really know what this was, so I can't wait to find out more about it. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and how you started to um, work with people in your healing practice? Sure. I entered therapy as a client when I was 21. And that really shaped me wanting to be a therapist. When I met with my first therapist and she was helping me work through some childhood issues, it was like, wow, this is definitely what I want to do. And then my dad actually shared with me that he had saved a hand scribbled note that I wrote when I was five years old, Melissa. And it said, I want to be a psychiatrist. And so from the age of five, I have wanted to leave people, places, and things better than what they were when I encountered them. And that's really been, been a theme in my life. And you mentioned my podcast, the, the mission is to change consciousness one conversation at a time, like you and I are doing right now, like you do as a Reiki healer using energy. And I believe that it's through really working with our thoughts, which are the level of cause that we change the lives that we're living. Yeah, I really, really like that explanation. And isn't it amazing that at five years old, you already knew you had a mission here and, and you knew you wanted to help raise the consciousness of the collective. So that's amazing that you Thank you. at a young age. I love that. So talk to us about how you help people and what exactly is the Chiron effect? Sure. Uh, the first part of the question, I've, I've worked with people to help them change their patterns as a licensed clinical social worker. I've been a licensed therapist for over 20 years in Louisiana, where I'm from, New Orleans, and I came out to Los Angeles uh, seven years ago, and I lived between both cities. I love them both so much. So my clientele, I've, I've worked with just so many amazing people that have helped me want to continue and stay in my process of growth and change and self-awareness and personal transformation. And it was about five years ago, Melissa, that I felt kind of personally frustrated and professionally frustrated. Like what is beyond this narrative of our problems? What is beyond the familiar story of our wounds and what's not working in our lives. And I just felt really like kind of at the end of my rope emotionally of 
in my own therapeutic process, rehashing the problem. And then as well with clients, it, it became disempowering at, at a point for me. And I saw in the clients I was working with. So it was through meditation that I thought to ask, you know, what is beyond this narrative? Like help me so that people are actually leaving each session feeling a bit better, that I'm leaving each session personally feeling better. And like, how do we start telling this new story of the person we see ourselves being and it was, it was through meditation that I actually heard Chiron, which is spelled C-H-I-R-O-N. And some of you listening might remember Chiron. He is several things. And the work of Carl Jung, Carl Jung talks about the wounded healer mythology being embodied in Chiron. And that's actually what I remembered, Melissa, from grad school, like this reference. And I was kind of unimpressed you know, like universe, is this all you have, Chiron, really? But you know, when something keeps prodding at you, like it keeps coming up and it's almost like, you know, the universe just wants you to keep looking at something. So it'll come up in so many ways. And when I started to take a deeper dive, I learned that Chiron in astronomy was designated as both a minor planet and as a comet in 1977 by an astronomer in California named Charles Cowell with the K. And he named it, it was first of the centaur class, and he named it after Chiron, who was actually a centaur in Greek mythology. And Chiron is the founding father of the healing arts, of therapy, of botanist, botany, of pharmacy. And when you go to the doctor's office, you know how at almost every doctor's office, there's the staff of medicine, the staff with the two snakes intertwined. Yes. Chiron actually gave that to Asclepius, who he tutored. So I thought, okay, this is like getting kind of interesting. And upon further study, Chiron is also a place in our astrological chart. Just like, Melissa, what's your sun sign? Are you a... Your Taurus? Yeah. Okay. And most people know their sun sign, their moon, and even their rising sign. Chiron is a placement that I started to discover and then spent three years writing and researching that Chiron illuminates the parts of ourselves that we tend to hide, that we tend to edit from others. We feel like low self-esteem, not good enough. And it's actually the area of our lives because we don't really enjoy looking at it that we source all of these unconscious patterns from. And you're living a life you know, that you think is the best you can live, but you feel like, man, everything's working well, but maybe my finances or everything's going great, but my relationships, they don't seem to work out. They start off really awesome, but then it feels like I'm almost at the same juncture that I was with the last person. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Those patterns that really frustrate us and cause us to think there's something wrong with us. And there is not anything wrong with us, with you listening. It's just a matter of really having awareness over the unconscious patterns that tend to direct our lives when we don't make them conscious and understand them. That makes a lot of sense because uh, I know we talk about oftentimes in doing coaching work and healing with people that when you're not intentional sometimes with your life, those unconscious things that we don't even realize are there, like the fears that we have, yes. tend to show up and affect the way that we make decisions and the way that we show up in our lives. Exactly that. 
Melissa, and we call it, you know, there's terms like self-sabotage, and it's almost as if we feel like these things happen without our awareness, like we don't have any ability to control or change them, but that's absolutely not true, because once you look at yourself in the area that Chiron illuminates, and one of these 12, and it's on a spectrum from core wounding, which is really deep, to vulnerability, an area of vulnerability that you're sensitive in, when you employ and apply compassion and empathy and learn to start forgiving yourself for some of the decisions you've made consciously or unconsciously, the pattern starts to change and, and lighten up in your life. And you're not being directed or sourcing from that place within yourself. And it really helps your life change very quickly. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I think a lot of people, um, I think they get stuck in that thinking they don't have any control over that. So I think that you letting them know today that yes, you absolutely have control over that and we can change those patterns is uh, yes. going to be very good news to a lot of people out there listening. I appreciate that. And it is, it's really like, oh my gosh, there's kind of one area of concentration or focus to be mindful, to affirm ourselves. In my book, I give practical takeaway steps. So every sign that Chiron is in, there's Chiron in Aries, Chiron in Taurus, Chiron in Gemini, all the way through Pisces. And I give a, a description of what this core wound slash vulnerability, what it looks like, what it feels like, where it's sourced from. For example, Chiron in the sign of cancer has to do with core wounding by abandonment. And you might have experienced a literal abandonment by a caretaker, by a parent who actually left to say, start another family, for instance, or they might have abandoned you because they had an addiction or, or a habit that took them away from caring for you. And in that way, your needs weren't met emotionally and even sometimes physically with adequate you know, food and shelter and the Maslow hierarchy of needs things. And so it's about learning how to show up for yourself, how not to self-abandon, for example. So I give practical takeaway steps that you can start today, like trying new things on in the way you speak to yourself and with others and some things you might want to try in your life. And then I also give about five or six affirmations. I'm big on affirmations that really make sense to you that you can start to to incorporate into your daily thoughts, into your meditation, for example. Yeah, I'm a big fan of affirmations too. And I think that they're very, very helpful in um, reprogramming our thoughts and our mindset. Because I think that's the one thing we don't realize is how much our thoughts really do influence our lives. And for many of us, we get so busy in our day-to-day -day lives that we don't pay attention to the thoughts that are actually running through our brains daily. And so I think that that has a much bigger impact and effect on us than most people realize. Absolutely, Melissa. And there's a section of my book where I talk about in research, we have discovered that we think up to 70,000 thoughts per day. And certainly there is no way that we can, we can be aware of all those thoughts. And the good news is you don't have to. If you're just aware of a few that you kind of capture, like, ooh, that doesn't sound so good about me. Like a thought looking in the mirror, oh my God, I'm fat. You know, I'm ugly. Like I've always been this way. And then feeling powerless about that thought. I teach, no, I'm also a certified thought coach. No, no, no. We are gonna grab that thought 
write it down. I release, I release telling myself that I am ugly, that I am fat, that I have always been this way. I'm releasing that thought. And then you start to feel into what do I want to believe is true about myself? And it might be hard to embrace. I am beautiful all of a sudden, but you could more, much more easily embrace. I want to believe that I'm actually good enough. I want to believe that I can see myself as beautiful. I want to believe that I'm healthy. And so you start every time the thought pops up, I'm ugly. No, no, no. You push against it and you remind yourself of what you're replacing it with. And it feels like a lot of work at first, just like any new thing that you do, a new job you go to, a new class you're taking in school. But just like everything else, it becomes more familiar. And eventually you don't have to write down, I release XYZ and I replace it with XYZ, you'll be able to do it more naturally. And then your life starts to change. People come into your life that offer you new opportunities that you've wanted but didn't know how to be in that space. That's what the Chiron effect is. It's about the thoughts that we think create the orbit, the patterns of our lives, the people, places, and things that we habituate daily. That's our orbit. We are like little planets in our own solar system, interacting with the others, our family, our husband, our wife, our people at work, the gym. And a lot of times we're happy with much of those areas of our lives, but it's the areas that we're not happy in that this work really helps you be able to tweak and change so that you can really be in congruence and happiness in all areas. Yeah, I think that the work you're doing is super important because um, all of our relationships really eventually stem from the relationship we have with ourselves. Yes. So if we're not, we're not loving ourselves and, and we're not happy with ourselves, it makes it very difficult to love and be happy with others around us or to truly appreciate, I think, the people we have around us. Yes. What you're saying is key because I think, I know I was brought up to think it's kind of about everyone else but me and to put the needs of others first. I think a lot of women, I think we are educated to do that, to nurture, to put our own feelings aside to do whatever for others. And what you just said is, is completely accurate that it's really about giving from our overflow versus from being so depleted, which as you know, I'm sure I've done it. I'm sure you've done it. Giving from depletion, it works for a bit, but at some point you're gonna develop, you're gonna catch a cold or develop an illness or something's gonna stop you. You know, that's unwanted. So it's, it's really about learning how to know what your needs are, first of all, on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, and carving out that time for yourself and asking others to help you. In some of the placements of Chiron, like Chiron and Virgo, which has to do with the wounding and vulnerability and health and its associated routines, it talks about how this person is really great at helping others with their routines, with their projects, but you might neglect your own projects and your health. So it's about incorporating those around you. Hey, I haven't been to the doctor in the past year. You know, can you maybe help me make that important? I have an appointment on Tuesday. Will you take the kids to school so I can get to my well woman's visit this year? You know, so you start prioritizing your health in that placement and asking others to support you instead of believing you have to do it all alone, which doesn't serve at all. Yeah, I think a lot of 
people and probably especially women have a hard time asking for help. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we see this as some sort of sign of weakness or we're just used to doing it all ourselves. I'm not really sure where it stems from, but I just know that there are a lot of people who just cannot ask others for help. And I think it's such a wonderful skill to learn. And in, in the section Chiron and Aries, which is about a wounding slash vulnerability in your sense of value and worth, you are a person that you're outwardly successful. It may be financial. It may be with the praise and recognition you get. It may be both of those and more. Others see you as being so awesome and contributing so much, but inwardly, you don't feel like you're good enough. And it's like this constant pursuit of achievement, believing that's going to help you feel good enough. And as we know, it doesn't, it's fleeting. It's like going shopping and buying things. You feel excited for the moment, but then you're left with yourself. And so in this placement, it's about setting boundaries and asking for help. You know, a boundary might be as much as you want to say yes to everything, learning to say, hey, let me get back to you on that. I'd really love to do it, but I just want to check my schedule. So learning to say maybe, that's one of the takeaway steps. That's a practical application of learning about your vulnerability. And as you start to say, maybe it gives you that buffer of time to really sit down with yourself and see, does this thing really serve me versus saying yes to everything and then canceling and looking flaky at the last minute or doing things you don't want to do. And either end of that spectrum just feels awful. So it's really releasing these things that have made you feel awful about yourself and learning to just take some time out to, to say yes or no to things. So the book, it, it's so practical in its application. Once you understand the psychological principles underlying the patterns for you, there's some just easy shifts and changes that you can make today. Yeah, I love the advice about saying maybe, and that gives you more time to think about what you want to do instead of answering right away. Because I used to be really bad about that myself. And even yeah. going to a car dealership, you know, oh. like pounce on you, like, oh, yes. give me the answer today. Oh, wow, <laughs> Melissa, yes, yes. That's a great example. Yeah, and when I was younger, I would always like, oh, you know, I'd feel bad and squirm. And then finally, you know, my mom would say, well, just tell them no. Even if you want the car now, just say no and you'll come back. And just you say that every time. And even if it's that you want it today, you're not getting it today. Just go in there with that attitude. And that was definitely something that was a useful tool because uh, when you're put under pressure like that, you will agree to do things that you don't want to do because you don't have the time to think about it and, and honor yourself. Yeah, and I think it's awesome you were strong enough to use your mom's really wonderful wisdom to say no, because it can be hard, especially when one is being pressured in a sales situation, when it is something you want and fearing if I say no, it might not work out for me. So I think it's awesome you had that courage. And for someone listening who that's kind of a reach, just saying, hey, let me get back to you. I need to check with so-and-so and even make somebody up could be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had to do that before too. Like, let me check with my husband knowing I'm not married and I don't Yes, have exactly. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> if it helps you yeah. take care of yourself, it's like a baby step. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So now I um, have a few questions about the Chiron effect. Just okay. talking about the different signs and knowing your sun sign. Now, is it set up so that each sun sign like if you are a taurus let's say for example 
every Taurus is going to have these certain shadow sides that they work through or is it set up a different way i'm just trying to yeah it's set up a little differently and your your sun sign is taurus my sun sign is gemini but my chiron is in a completely different sign as is your chiron and you you find that out by either going to an astrology website on the web or when you get my book i give you a website that you can enter your date of birth your place of birth And if you have it, your time of birth, so that's not necessary. There's also a chart in the book that by your date of birth will give you where Chiron is. So for me, though, my sun sign is in Gemini, my Chiron is in Aries and Chiron spends about eight years in a sign. So a person who's like eight years within my age range, we all will have Chiron in Aries. But based upon our time of birth, the house placement of Chiron will be different. And that might sound, you know, like super specific. It's not necessary to know because the house placement reveals where this wounding, where these vulnerabilities manifest. And you're kind of going to know that once you read, you know, your your wounding. And for me, it meant like the first house has to do with your self-esteem. The second house has to do with your personal finances and moral values. And so if you know your time of birth, it's, it's awesome. It's an extra layer but you're probably going to figure out where this manifests, be it with how you spend your money or is it at the workplace or is it in your romantic relationship? Yeah, Does that I think answer everyone, your question? Yeah, I think everyone probably tends to know where their problem areas lie, whether it's yeah. always with their finances or always, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, that's what I was wondering was, how do you know um, what your Chiron is? But yes, you explained that perfectly. So anyone you. could go and, and look up their birth chart. And I know um, we've talked about birth charts on the show before, so people know where to go. Awesome. Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's fairly interesting. But what I really, really like about what you've done is because a lot of people will tell you, well, here's, here's what your chart is telling you, but then they don't necessarily tell you what to do to fix that or to work. Yeah. And what you've done is essentially put together a book that not only tells you, okay, these are probably the areas where you struggle in life and this is how it manifests in your life, but here's how you take steps to fix that or work with it so that you can make it more of a strength, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely, Melissa. And what you're saying is important because my book, it's astrology is the diagnostic point to diagnose, to understand this is the area of vulnerability up to and including a wounding um, that my life, my patterns have centered around, yet the healing is through psychology, spirituality, and taking personal responsibility. So my book is kind of astrology light and psychology heavy since psychology is my wheelhouse. And that's been in some of the reviews. You know, if you love transformation and psychology, I really delve into that because I think it's by understanding our own minds that then we have the power to change, the choice to change. So it's astrologically light as far as this is where Chiron is, a brief, you know, chapter about what Chiron is, where he came from, like you and I just discussed. Yet the majority of the book is about how to take personal responsibility to change you know, even from the things that were not your fault, like in the case of trauma and abuse, that was not your fault at all. Yet we're left 
now with these pieces and parts of our lives and selves to make sense of. And so how to transform that so we can actually be happy regardless of what we've experienced. Yeah, I think that's so important because, um, you know, we're, we're not responsible for what happens to us when we're kids, but as adults, it is our responsibility to try to understand it and to fix it if we can. Um, yeah. Not saying that people are broken, but just to, I think even just having a deeper understanding of what has happened so that we can live our absolute best lives, because when you go unhealed, we end up oftentimes bleeding over people mm. in our lives who aren't responsible for what happened to us. Right. Yeah. And in this way, we're being accountable to ourselves in a way that's empowering, that feels good. I talk about the role of forgiveness and an experience that I went through personally that that taught me blaming this other person was not doing any good. It kept like taking my power away because I, I gave it to this other person thinking they needed to say they're sorry when, you know, it's easiest when someone makes amends, when someone says they're sorry, that's an easier repair that we get to go through. And it's so wonderful and awesome when we have those times in our lives or when we're that person to someone else to say, I'm so sorry. Like that's like, you know, the best case scenario. And yet there are times when that best case scenario doesn't happen and people can stay stuck as I'm sure you see as a healer, mm -hmm. you know, in something that happened years ago. And so my book helps with those things as well, like how to progressively forgive yourself. So at some point you're able to extend that to someone else, but you don't start with the someone else. You start with you. You start with understanding, even if it's 1% that you contributed and 99% is theirs. If you understand that 1% of yourself, it's liberating to, to keep you from experiencing something like that again. Yeah. I think the forgiveness piece is such an important piece of the healing too, because oftentimes when we're looking at a situation and you know we're looking at it like well he did this to me and then i felt this way and then they said this and then i got hurt and we don't actually see what the lesson was within uh, that situation yeah and when we can go back and look at it with that forgiveness piece and looking at it like here's what really happened and here's why i was triggered by it or here's yes. why i felt that way exactly and melissa i talk about uh triggers being unhealed energetic attachments kind of like landmines that are invisible emotionally that that will step on or someone will step on in a conversation typically in a relationship a friendship or a romantic relationship where somebody you know says something that triggers oh you know and then we start to react so i start about i talk about i mean being responsive instead of reactive and walk readers through a process of how they can step away from their feelings in that moment to get a handle like you're saying like what's actually happening here and give yourself again that that so wonderful buffer of time to look at what's really coming up. And then you can choose to respond or not to the person in a way that doesn't escalate the problem. It, it diffuses it. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of situations, I think, really come about from miscommunication and people not really yeah. understanding, you know, what the other person means or, you know, what they're feeling or going through. And so, giving that time to step back and say, okay, 
what's this really about? Is this really, is this person really trying to hurt me or what's happening? Right, exactly. And that's such a good question to ask. Is this person really trying to hurt me? Because I think in a lot of cases, it's a no. Yeah. And that's such a, I appreciate that you brought that up. It's a helpful question to look at the person and be like, okay, like, I don't think this person's trying to hurt me. I think we, we hurt others through our, our lack of awareness, our unconsciousness. And often it's, it's by accident mm -hmm. or because we feel hurt and we're feeling defensive and protective. So it's out of kind of a non-conscious or straightforward manner that these yeah. things happen. Yeah. I think we, you know, as naturally we would, we assign our own meaning to things because of our own experiences. And so the meaning that we assign may not be the meaning that the other person. Intended. Exactly. Yes. It's such an important piece. Well, I love that. I love the sound of your book. It just sounds so fascinating and like, it's so helpful to anyone out there who's maybe knows you have wounding that has gone unhealed and you'd really like to get to the bottom of it and, and try to work on the healing but i would like to hear more about your podcast too because i know that you have this podcast called all things therapy and so that would probably be a great resource for people out there listening who are interested in self-development and healing yeah thank you melissa for that i've been a podcaster for It'll in March of 2022 will be six years of weekly episodes. And I love, like I sent you do talking about how people can find solutions. And, you know, because again, we get really familiar with the problem and it's by aligning ourselves with the solution that possibilities open up. So I interview a lot of guests that are doing something, having to do all things therapy. They're in fitness, they're in business, they're in music, just things that really enhance our lives. And then I've started to do some solo epi episodes in the last year. Do you ever do those? Yeah, I do do solo episodes. In fact, I started off totally solo episodes five days a week. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. wow. So okay, I'm going to go check those out because yeah. I'm learning to get more comfortable with doing solo episodes. It was a surprising challenge because I'm so used to having a guest and maybe that's even much like therapy. There's a client in front of me. So to do just the solo shows have felt surprisingly um, like brand new. So I'm going to go listen to some of your shows and, and learn from you because I think awesome. it helps to learn from people, you know, that yeah, you want to do. So I encourage you to, yeah, learn from others doing what you want to do and then you try yeah i love that don't judge my older episodes you got it <laughs> <laughs> no judgment i think it's awesome you're doing it yeah you just learn and grow as you go so i mean yeah. i always you know that's one of the things i always tell people is you can't let fears of not knowing enough or not having enough or whatever stop you from doing things or else you'd never do anything so, absolutely so just get out there and, and do it even if you feel scared, exactly. just that, that's what courage is. You exactly. feel scared, but you do it anyway. Yes. And that's how we learn and grow. So I love that. Yeah, me too. Well, I love that. And I want you to let us know if anyone wants to check out your podcast or they want to purchase your book, or maybe they would just want to follow you or work with you. What's the best way for them to do that? Sure. The best way you can actually go to Google and put in either Lisa Tahir, T-A-H-I-R, 
or my website is nolatherapy.com. It stands for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy.com. And I'm on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Nola Therapy. I'd love for y'all to subscribe. My podcast is on iTunes, everywhere you're everywhere yours is, Melissa. And I would love for people to again, like reach out. And I also want to offer your listening audience half off a session if they want to come and work with me as a new client, half off either an individual or couples session, or half off a 30 day psychoastrology, psychoastrology intensive that I offered, like really working through the principles of my book over a 30 day period together in a more intensive way. So I'd love to offer those half off if you know your listeners just email me or book the session and reach out and say they heard me on your show awesome that is so yeah. nice. thank you so much for You're welcome and yeah. i will have your link in the show notes too so if anyone wants to go and check all of that out you can just go right there and click on it and it's easy peasy and it will take you right to her website and then if you're interested in um you know booking a session you can contact her yourself yeah, and the book is available everywhere. It's in brick and mortar, Barnes and Noble. It's on walmart.com, amazon.com. And if you have a favorite local bookstore, just go in and give them my name or the title and they can order it for you. So you're shopping local. I know I have a favorite bookstore in New Orleans. And so you can also do that, do your favorite local brick and mortar. Love it. Well, thank you so, so much for being here with us today. This was such a fun conversation. You're welcome, Melissa. Thank you for taking your time as well with me. Absolutely. And I'm going to put you on the hot seat like you haven't already been on it for okay. a few minutes, but <laughs> I always like to ask our guests to leave our listeners with one little piece of advice that they can take with them for the day. You know, what's, what's coming up and it's been kind of my centering thought in the last few months, having to do with just how valuable you are, how worthy you are. And I think that's something we're not told enough of. And every day, uh, you know, I just really want you listening to tell yourself how important you are, because you are, you are the most valuable person in this universe. And so is the person next to you. And I just invite you to really affirm your value, your worth and importance, and see how that starts to change your life and make you happier. I absolutely love that piece of advice. Very beautiful. Thank you so much again for sharing your wisdom with us. And I encourage all of you to go out there and check out our podcast, All Things Therapy. And her book also sounds amazing, The Chiron Effect. So go check out all of that. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you, Melissa. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today as well. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And the greatest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Don't forget, you can follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central on Facebook, where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card especially for you. And you can work with me. If you go to my website, melissaoatman.com. You'll see all of the things that I offer, and you can even book a free discovery call with me. And don't forget, now you can order your own podcast merchandise from my store. So check all of that out in the links in the show notes. As always, I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.